You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,134. Over 60% of new businesses fail within five years. What kept them upright for those years was likely luck, not leadership, and momentum, not management. Author Alan Young highlights the four pillars needed to sustain any business in his book, Improve Your Odds, The Four Pillars of Business Success. So I've invited him on the show to talk about them. Alan, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. Why don't we start with this question? Why do leaders need to know their company's ultimate destination from day one? Most people don't realize that starting a business is a very serious commitment. You have to know what is it that you want to accomplish, assuming that you know your widest dream will come true. In order to know that, you have to come up with a very clear vision that is so clearly articulated that people can understand and buy in and know where you want the company to be going, where you want the company to be when you are truly successful. That will allow you to define a path on how to get to that destination or the realization of your vision. The reason it's so important is that that would allow you to define what kind of resources you'll be needing, what kind of strategy that you you will need in order to be the most competitive and be able to hire the best bidding employee. And from there, you are able to define what kind of culture that you have. How do you want your employees to work together so you can achieve your goal and therefore be able to to reach the destination that you want to accomplish. And all those things are extremely critical in order to coordinate all the different resources and help the company to have the best chance of succeeding. Alan, we're talking with Alan Young, and we're talking about his book, Improve Your Odds, The Four Pillars of Business Success. So I have a question, kind of a follow-up to that first one. As an entrepreneur myself, being in business for 11 years now, I would have to say that my original ultimate destination, that the reason why I started this company, has really evolved over time. And where I see my company going and being in the future in the next 10 or 11 years is somewhat different than what I had envisioned when I started. Is, is that a normal entrepreneurial journey? Or how do you address that in your book? That is absolutely normal. It's not like anything. It evolves. Even technology evolves. Even invention. If you look at the, the first car that was, that was built, it's very different compared to what we have today. What it is is you have to have a very clear vision and be, you know, as long-term as you can see it, there is no question that once you're in business, you have other opportunity. It would allow you to have other capability and so on. There is nothing wrong with that. 
what is wrong is that many entrepreneurs started their company just by being very wishful and not totally committed or clear as to what is it that they really want to be uh, able to accomplish. And when you don't have that, it is very difficult to get everyone working together and have your employee help to be an extension of you and come up with the means to achieve your goals. Uh, Let me ask you, what was your inspiration for writing Improving Your Odds, The Four Pillars of Business Success, Alan? The main thing is I realized quite a few years ago that as a result of being in so many different businesses, literally from restaurant business to manufacturing to um, computer technology, uh, all the different things, that in essence, all the principles of business are pretty much the same. Hmm. They may be a little bit different as they apply to different industries in terms of the scale and the challenges. But essentially, business principle, the key business principle to be successful in business are the same. And I have been very passionate in helping other people to be successful. Um, It's just that I realize that it's very painful and experience and expensive when people fail in business. So partly because I always like to, to be helpful to other people. I have been thinking about writing a book for a number of years. But when I founded Enos in 2014, I decided that because of the complexity of the business, it would be very helpful if I can write a book and use it as a blueprint for Dnots, which is a digital currency that is like an alternative to Bitcoin. So you're still an entrepreneur in addition to an author? Absolutely. Wow. In fact, that is what uh, consume maybe 90% of all my time right now. So let's look at the content of the book, and we, we don't have time, unfortunately, here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast to go into depth on the four pillars, but maybe you could highlight what are the four pillars of business success as you write about in your book? Certainly. Um, most people will tell you that there are many things that are important in business, and that is correct. However, it is extremely critical to understand that there are four main pillars that are very important contributor to your business success. And it starts with you, the founder, the CEO. You are the business story, whether it's going to, to be successful or whether it's going to fail. So it's important, as we said earlier, that you must have a very clear vision as to what and where you want your company to be based on some future point in time. And that vision must be clearly articulated so that other people can understand and buy it. And you must be able to inspire others and be able to mentor and train them so that they, in essence, become an extension of you. 
next, you have to decide what kind of company you want to be. Who are the best fitting employees? What would you consider as exceptional employee that would become an extension of you? So the employee would be the second pillar, and it's important that you're able to inspire and train them and be able to encourage them to be an extension of you to help you carry out your mission, whether you are in their presence or not. And next would be the product itself. Just having a great idea and being wishful about it is not enough. That product must be able to solve real-world problems and be competitive based on other products that may be already in the marketplace itself. It really doesn't matter whether it's a business or it's an innovative product. You must be able to create a product, be able to build a brand so that other people can differentiate. And the last one, which I consider is extremely important as well, would be your customer. After all, you are in business because of your customer. If you don't have the, the customer or enough of them, you will be our business very soon. So always remember that every business experience must be a great experience, even though occasionally, no matter how hard you try, there will be issues, there will be problems. It's how you address the problem properly, respectfully, and be able to work with your customer to resolve this problem so that it turned out to be a good customer experience. By way of review, let me see if I wrote this down right. The four pillars of business success, as you detail in your book, Improve Your Odds, the four pillars of business success are the leader, the employees, the product slash kind of great ideas, but the real product that solves a problem, could be a service, and then the customers. Those are the four pillars that you go into detail about. Because your, your book is 300 pages. You've, you've given these four pillars quite the treatment in your book. That is correct. So why do you think 60% of businesses topple or fail if they're not addressing these four pillars or they're not addressing them evenly and consistently? What, can you, what did your research in preparing for this book and your years as a successful entrepreneur, what did it teach you about why businesses topple if these four pillars aren't addressed properly? Yeah, of course, there are, there are many contributors to business failure, as there are many contributors to business success. But what are most important is any of those, if you neglect them, if you don't take them seriously, uh, they will make everything very much more difficult for you to overcome any problem. Because if you have the right leader, the right employee, the right product, and be able to treat your customer well, you will be successful, or at least relatively much more successful than someone else who don't pay the top attention to these four main pillars. Because once you have a great leader who can inspire the employees 
who in turn be able to come up with innovative product and all the way down to the lowest level, be able to lead, be able to uh, solve possible uh, problems, be able to inspire others to give it all their best, your chances will be significantly more successful. And of course, anything else, such as additional funding and so on, are also critical. But when you have the right leadership, you have the right employee, you will be able to figure out how to be the most efficient, come, come up with the most constructive culture of being respectful to one another, be able to inspire one another. And that is how you develop your exceptional employee, hmm. who in turn would be able to help you create better products and services and treat your customer the best possible. And all those become important contributor to your business success. So essentially, the four pillars of business success is saying that if you pay top attention to the four key pillars, your chances of succeeding in any business will drastically improve. You know, in doing the research and kind of living the life, building successful companies, being an entrepreneur... I'm sure you knew a lot before you start writing this book, but I always like to ask authors this question if I can, Alan. What have you learned about growing, successfully growing new businesses that you didn't really know prior to doing the research and writing and publishing your latest book? Yeah, one thing that I came to realize is how many businesses were started because the founders, the partners, were very, very good at a few things. Mm. They are literally, you know, the top when it comes to engineering or whatever. But I realized that that itself is not enough. It's just like, you know, when there is a competition, you're being scored based on many different categories, getting a 10-10 in one or two categories and a 5-10 in others. It's going to kill you. you. You will not be the champion. So it is essential for anyone starting a business to learn to appreciate that it takes more than one or two skill sets. If you're not good at that, make sure you find the people who can complement where you're not good at or encourage everyone to be able to learn and pick up that kind of skill set over time. We're talking with Alan Young. We're talking, we have been talking about his book, Improving Your Odds, The Four Pillars of Business Success. Before I let you go, though, here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast, I wonder if you wouldn't mind, just for a minute, sharing a little bit more about your latest business venture. It sounded interesting when you teased it earlier in the interview. Can you, can you give us a little more insight into what your, the company you're currently building, Alan? Yeah, certainly. What... Um, I'm involved in is a digital currency or D-note. Essentially, is an alternative to Bitcoin. And based on my experience in the high-tech world, I came to realize that we are in a digital age where anything that can be digitalized will be digitalized. And because we are hyper-connected today, 
digital currency is going to be the next natural progression, especially for those who understand the power of the underpinning technology, the blockchain and so on. Essentially, what it means is we have been living in a decentralized, in a centralized world where everything evolved around central control, central authority, like the government, the financial system and so on. For once, because of digital currency and blockchain technology, we would be able to move or balance out from a centralized world to a decentralized world, which allow two parties to conduct transactions by paying one another without having to go through a third party or central authority, which typically would charge a very high fees, would gain control over our life, and so on. So it's it's my vision that DNOTs would be able to gain the mass acceptance as a digital currency in global commerce one day, and that would allow everyone worldwide to be able to participate in that. And how did you, how are you building this company given sort of the current state of the marketplace and acceptance of blockchain and the concept of digital currency? I mean, what are you finding as far as the receptivity to the concept of your business model? What I've found is that this is probably the most complex industry <laughs> and the most challenging. And part of the reason for it is because there is so much money at stake. Literally, it's grown from nothing to hundreds of billions of dollars. And where so much money is involved, it also attracts a lot of bad actors right. and a lot of speculators and so on. So the way I look at it is there is a better way to do it. It may be much more demanding, much more time-consuming. Is anyone who understands the concept of a decentralized entity would understand that in a decentralized entity, there is no leadership. No one is in charge. No one can control it. But by the same token, because there's no leadership, it, uh, it has a high tendency to be exploited, and it can be very chaotic. So we decided that there is a better way to do it, even though... Uh, People may not like the idea of a centralized entity, but a group of people with sufficient invested interest can actually use a for-profit company like Dinot Global Inc. and be able to use the real-world resources and help to provide the management and leadership to make this happen. That is basically what our strength is. That's why we are so confident that we can realize our vision, and that vision is to build an inclusive, trusted digital currency so that everyone worldwide can participate and benefit from it because I strongly believe that it has 
positive world changing implication. And when it's done correctly, it will help change the world for the better. Wow. So you just demonstrated uh, why do le- my first question, why do leaders need to know the ultimate destination on day one? How does someone find your book? Thank you for that extended interview and talking about your newest venture. But how does someone find your book, Improve Your Odds, The Four Pillars of Business Success? You can go to fourpillarsofbusinesssuccess.com. That's spelled as four, F-O-U-R, pillarsofbusiness.com. I'm also very active on LinkedIn. Try to connect with me on LinkedIn if you have any questions or would like to follow up on some of the articles that I constantly post online. Alan, I would like to thank you for being a friend of the program and a member of the Critical Mass community. I enjoyed our interview today. Continued success with your book and your latest venture. Thank you very much. Good to be here. I'd also like to thank our engineer for today, Paul Roberts, our producers without whom we couldn't do this show, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me, I'd say we start on LinkedIn. I am Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.